Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Okay, I think I'm streaming. Let's see here if y'all can see me. It has me in the yellow. Let's see. Okay, I see myself. Hey, you guys. Hey. <laughs> I know it's been a few days. Thank you guys for joining me. Happy Sunday. Can y'all see me? Okay, y'all can see me. Hey. <laughs> Shout out tea sippers. Shout out to the haters that were in the chat, honey. I seen y'all. Shout out to the haters. They be here before the fans. Shout out to the haters. They be here before the fans. Hey, hey, hey. Y'all don't like me, but y'all be the first ones in the chat, bitch. Hey. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you guys are doing good today. Whew. It's been a long week. I've missed you guys. I needed a break. I needed a break. I needed to just kind of be to myself. You know what I'm saying? I posted a few things on Instagrams. I mainly kept conversations in my DMs. You know, I talked to a few close friends. And that was it. You know, I enjoyed my break away from social media. Sometimes you just have to step away from everything. You know, so it's so much stuff that's going on in this world that's just so draining. So just thank you for people who've just been there for me and allowed me to vent and talk about, you know, deep subjects that I don't feel comfortable, you know, speaking, you know, on social media anymore. I appreciate it. Um, oh, my gosh. I don't know who we have in here. Let me see. I feel like I ain't been in here. I have not been live in like a while. Oh, we just jumped from 700 to over 2,000 people. Thank you guys for joining me. I appreciate it. Somebody said they got three blunts rolled. I know that's right. <laughs> Smoke one for me, okay? <laughs> oh, let's see here. Paris Babe sent the first super chat. She says, yay, I love you and miss you, Auntie T. I feel you. The break is needed. Thank you. It, it definitely was. It definitely was. I mean, I was streaming a lot last week, and then the whole Naya Rivera thing happened, and that really, and I'm not going to act like I was like a huge Naya fan or like I watched Glee. That's kind of like my kids' generation, but I did work on the set of Glee, and I was on the very last episode of, of Glee. I was an extra, and that set was just really cool. Um, there were a lot of really nice people on set, so... You know, I kind of have like my own little Glee story and it was like a two day shoot. So I just feel really bad for everything that's just taking place. And then just her being a mother and her child being on the boat. That was just a lot to digest. And especially for me, all I saw was just it, it was a lot of spiritual activity with her disappearance and, and things like that. And I've had conversations with people that I need to have conversations with. But that Naya Rivera situation goes very, very deep. So I just needed some time to just really reflect on just so many things that are just happening in this world. So I hope you guys are doing good. Um, let's see here. Let me read some of these super chats and we're going to go ahead and get started. Um, 
Leonda Rilkinson says, loyalty sipper, been watching you since 09. You're definitely an OG. Thank you so much. I appreciate the super chat. Thank you. Um, Rocky Oreo says, hey, auntie, been doing a lot of research into your topics from Instagram. My mind, my mind, it's a lot. It is. And I really wish I was comfortable enough to just talk freely. But I no longer feel comfortable on Instagram or any social media. So, you know, I dropped my little hints and it's up to you guys to go and research. So I'm glad that you've taken your own steps to become more educated and more aware of the things that are going on in the world around us. You know, like I tell you guys all the time, we're fighting. This is a spiritual battle. 2020 is nothing but a huge spiritual manifestation. Everything that people have been talking about throughout the years are manifesting in 2020 and people just need to be prepared, you know, and it's not anybody's job to sit and food and speed people. People have to do their own research. So that makes me feel good that you're taking the breadcrumbs that I am dropping on Instagram and you're doing your own research. So thank you for the super chat. Um, Sin W says, love you, T. I caught the live and I will forever be a tea sipper. Your mental health is the most important. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, kid, oh, young kid diamond sent five. Thank you so much for the super chat. Um, Jay Ray says, it's always good to take a break for your mental health. It's a lot of strange things going on and it can be draining. Love you, T. Yes, it's a lot. It's a lot to unpack right now. It's, it's so much going on. And so I just needed that break. Um, sincerely, Antonia says, love you, T. Been a tea sipper. Been a supporter since 2013. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming through today. Um, Jordan Wolfolk says, protect Lovely tea at all costs. Thank you so much for the super chat. Thank you. Oh, my God. We got a big one. Kaden Wrightson, $99.99. Thank you so much, Kaden. I really appreciate it. He says, hey, love. Glad to have you back. Can't wait to sip some tea. Thank you so much. Thank you for the support. I truly appreciate it. Thanks for joining me. You could be anywhere today, but you're joining me. So thank you. Um. So, yeah, I mean, we have about 4,000 people in here, so we can go ahead and get started. It's been a lot going on, honey. And I've just been sipping slow, watching everything play out. So I really want to talk about um, the Sanders-Kennedy situation. Now, for y'all who don't know, um, I had talked about him a few streams ago because he was one of the first ones who got the tea on uh, Shane Dawson's books being removed from Target. And that was something that was easily verifiable. But then as I started seeing some of his videos, and I remember him from the whole Kat Von D, Jeffree Star thing, and then um, I think he like stopped making videos for a while once Jeffree Star slid into his DMs. It's like his whole, you know, demeanor changed, and he became, you know... People would say on Jeffree Star's payroll, then he disappeared for a while. So he came back. And what I noticed with his videos, it seemed like he was a bit too invested in, in this situation. Like, okay, we get it. Shane Dawson is an asshole. He's a racist. Um, uh, you know, he has some type of perversion issues. You know, he thinks that, you know, being perverted and as long as it's in a joke form, it's okay. And it's not. So we understand that Shane Dawson has a list of his issues. But I also understand that Shane Dawson is also facing a lot of backlash, punishment. He's getting his own karma. 
And one thing is, when people are doing something wrong, when people are being called out, when people are being exposed, you just kind of just sit back and you just watch the, you know, we just watch the chips fall where they may. And I felt looking at Sanders' most recent videos, he seemed just way too obsessed. He seemed way too enthralled in the situation. And it's almost like, who's paying you to do all this? You know, he's like, oh, I'm calling the police and I'm getting tea and there's a police investigation and I want all the victims to contact me first so I can interview for an exclusive. It just started to be more about him and him getting views as opposed to him being sincere about the victims and about the whole Shane situation. He started getting caught up in, this, in, the, in the whole thick of everything and the attention. And I remember when he first said that Shane was under investigation, <clears throat> I remember a lot of people were sending me his videos, receipts. Like, T, you got to talk about this. You got to go live about this. Shane's under investigation. Before I put anything out there like that, before I will ever talk about something serious, because to me, this isn't tea. Okay, this is where people get things um, misconstrued. These are people's real lives. And regardless if you like somebody or don't like somebody, I'm not going to make up things about people or perpetuate bullshit lies for clicks and views. So when people were sending me this, I was doing my own research and I'm like, well, I don't see any other outlets reporting this. You know, everybody wants to be, you know, team, I'm, you know, exclusive and I get the tea first and, you know, it's an exclusive, it's an exclusive. But the problem with those exclusives, a lot of times they don't pan out. So initially... He came out with this video, and let me show y'all the first screenshot. So the first video he came out with, it says, new video, exclusive, all caps. L.A. Sheriff's Department officially opens investigation on Shane Dawson. Survivors urged to come forward, okay? So I seen that, and I watched it, and like I said, people were also sending it to me as well. But like I said, when I went to go research other news outlets, Nobody else was confirming this story, okay? Shane Dawson is not just some regular smuggler YouTuber, okay? This is a man with millions of followings. Um, he's been on social media for years. He is a part of the elite class on YouTube, okay, or was. So anything that he does, something as big as him being under investigation for potential, you know, molestation or pedophilia, that would have been mainstream news. That would have hit TMZ. That would have hit The Insider. That would have hit ET. Everything else has. You figure makeup drama hits TMZ and E! News and People. But this doesn't. So that right there was a red flag to me. So I didn't report on it. I didn't post it on my Instagram. I kept it moving. He can keep his own exclusive. So then... um. Keemstar reached out to Shane Dawson and then also Trish Paytas. You know, honey, she's a friend to the end, okay? She has her homeboys back hard. I ain't mad at her, you know? So they came out and they denounced it. So this is what Keemstar had posted. So Keemstar says, Shane Dawson texts me in reference to Kennedy Sanders, claiming that there's a criminal investigation, then he goes on to post this. He posts a, a message between him and Shane. And Shane says, my attorney confirmed with the L.A. Sheriff's Office today that there is no open investigation. Um, then he says, I'm reporting the shit out of that tomorrow. And now on Twitter, if that's cool with you. And Shane gave him a thumbs up. So basically, Sanders Kennedy lied. He did all of this to try and get an exclusive. He was the one 
feeding information to the police, trying to create a case for the you know with the police and the you know old videos and everything else. And then once he was submitting all that to the police, he was in then turning around and creating his own tea, creating his own drama, creating his own exclusives. So that is some really janky shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's my issue with a lot of these tea and drama channels and even these, you know, celebrity gossip channels and people who like to, you know, just talk about shit on YouTube. They're so busy trying to be exclusive and trying to be first as opposed to having integrity. And my issue is if you're going to consider yourself a journalist or consider yourself, you know, a tea spiller or, you know, giving news and information, you have to realize that your voice and your platform has power. And with great power comes responsibility. I know people hate to hear it and they feel like, you know what, uh, this is just, uh, you know, social media gossip. This is just YouTube. No, this is real people's real lives. Okay. There's a big difference between somebody being seen as a racist and maybe making some very inappropriate jokes to someone being accused of molesting children or being a pedophile. Those are two different extremes, okay? And I don't care how much I'm not a fan of Shane. I don't need to add sauce to anybody's situation. And that's what a lot of folks on social media are busy doing. They're always adding sauce and extra seasoning to shit, and then it always ends up backfiring on them. We've seen this song and dance time and time again, okay? So I just, I, I don't find it funny. And what he did is basically by making these lies up, by trying to make up these exclusives, now you've painted Shane Dawson in a sympathetic victimized, now he's, now he's the victim. Now people are looking at Shane Dawson with sympathy because of Sanders Kennedy. So thank you. Okay, you, you did no favors to the black community, sir. Now people are forgetting about his racist antics, his racist jokes, and now it's, oh, Shane Dawson's being accused of something that he didn't do. Now the narrative has changed from the original narrative because you wanted attention. So once again, thank you. It's it's just it's 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 mind boggling the things that people do looking for attention on social media. It's really sad. You're yeah, exactly. Thank you, Glory. He's actually helping Shane Dawson redeem himself through all this foolishness. Now, he tried to go back and change the title of the video. Um, instead of that one I just read, he went and changed it back. And now it says exclusive L.A. Sheriff's Department investigating Shane Dawson. Survivors urged to come forward. So he tried to make it, you know, before it was solid. Then he tried to come back like, oh, you know, it's a possible and I'm hearing he's deleted the videos. I'm not sure because I haven't been on his page. At, at that point, once I see that you just lie just to be lying, I'm not interested in your content. It's just, for what? So maybe he's deleted it by now. I'm not sure. Um, shout out to all the new members. We got a bunch of new members joining. Gabby Toast, Nick Fagan, um, Marvin D sent a $20 super chat. He says, hey, T, I love you and I rock with you heavy. I just ordered my second batch of dope beauty. That is awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm glad you guys are liking the products. It means a lot to me. So thank you for the support on that. Um, okay, so he did delete the Shane videos. Okay, I wasn't sure if he deleted them or not. He needed to delete them, okay, because they were unfounded in reality, they were lies and they were slanderous. And I wouldn't blame Shane if he ends up suing him. Okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame him at all. And it seems like this is, from what I've seen, this is kind of his MO. 
He does little sneaky stuff like this. He gets himself so invested in stories looking for clicks and views. So the whole situation, like I said, it, it just it bothered me when it came out that he was lying and doing all this extra stuff. And then I found out that basically um, when victims were trying to come forward, he wouldn't give them the police officer, the person who, who claimed was working on the case. He wouldn't give them the number until they gave him an exclusive interview, which to me is crazy. If you're trying to help victims, why do they need to speak to you? Who the hell are you? You're not a cop. You're not a detective. There's nothing you can do for them besides spill their tea. You know, so it, it's really sad that, that he would do something like that, you know, and I and I take offense to that because it's bad enough that YouTubers, especially YouTubers who speak on real stuff and 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 real topics, real world issues, regardless if it's celebrity gossip or news, we're already looked down on because we don't have a bunch of media degrees. And, you know, I, I don't work for MSNBC or Fox or CNN. You know, those are considered legitimate news sources. We're just considered bootleg. You know what I'm saying? So I and I fight that stereotype every day because I go hard in what I do. I go hard in my research. You know what I'm saying? And if there's anything incorrect, I make sure to correct it and to update and stuff like that. So when I see somebody purposely trying to mislead people just for clicks and views, that's not okay. So hopefully he learns from this and he stops with the foolishness before, you know, they end up doing something to his channel. You know, so the whole situation is just a mess. But again, like I said, the part that bothers me is now Shane Dawson is being seen as the, as the victim and is being seen as a sympathetic character when he really shouldn't be. Let's see here. Slave Room says, that's why I rock with you, T. T. You're not bootleg. Thank you, Roro G. <laughs> I appreciate You know, every now and then they be like, oh, this fucking bootleg ass Oprah, this bootleg ass Tamron. And I was like, well, I got to be the bootleg version. I go hard. Oprah and Tamron and all them, they got whole teams. It's just me. It's me, like those, just those two podcasts that I put up the other day about Naya Rivera and the whole Wayfair situation. I started researching all that shit at 10 o'clock in the morning. I wasn't done with my last edit until like almost 7 o'clock at night. That is all day just researching and comparing and, and taking notes. So it, it's a lot of work for what we do. People think it's easy, and that's probably why we get so much hate because people think it's just easy to just sit up here and talk and, you know, run your mouth and give your opinion, you know, but it's not, and they find that out pretty quickly. So thank you so much for that. Um, let me see here. I've been on for some damn time be flying, honey. Now, let me let me say something real quick. I am working. I know a lot of y'all have been asking me in my DMs and on Instagram to start like a private like conspiracy chat. And I'm working on that. But my thing is, if I do like a private chat that people are paying to come to, it has to work. And my issue is like a lot of times with YouTube we don't know how the stream is going to be. We don't know if it's going to start kicking people out and doing foolish stuff. So I'm trying to work on something where I can do live streaming on my own personal website. And I just have, you know, the people who are going to be there be a part of that. So I am working on that. It's not going to happen overnight. It's probably going to take like a few more weeks. But we are working on trying to do like a private chat on my website for members only to talk about deep stuff. You know, so I will keep you guys posted on that for the people who are asking. It's a wonderful idea, but I don't want to do private chats on YouTube because, again, as soon as you go deep and you start talking about real stuff, the stream starts acting funny. 
And I want people to get their money's worth. You get what I'm saying? So I don't want to have those conversations if we can't have them without a bunch of interruptions. But I am working on it. So thank you guys for that. Um, let me see here. Johnny H says, thank you, T, for all your videos. You always keep me and my boyfriend informed on all issues. Thank you for your red blood cell, T, Miami, Florida. Thank you so much. And thank you for the super chat. Um... I just, we just restocked on the red blood cell tea. Like all the tea had sold out. So we're restocking. Um, we have more tea coming this week. So thank you guys so much for the support. And I'm glad that the tea is helping people and benefiting people. It means a lot to me. So thanks. Um, wait, individual thoughts. Sent a $20 sticker. Thank you for the sticker. I appreciate it. The sticker says goals. Um, Yolanda Drinker says, hey, lovely T, I love your content and discernment. Thank you so much, sis, and thank you for joining me today. Um, Tar Lady says, Miss T, would you consider doing a get ready with me stream when you do your hair and makeup and kick back with us? I love getting readies with my favorite YouTubers. You know, I try to shoot one one day. I just think I'm not, it's very distracting it's like when I'm doing my hair and makeup, I just focus on that. And I'm usually listening to like other YouTubers. I'm listening to like conspiracy videos in the background. It's hard for me to talk and do both. I think if I get more comfortable with makeup and, and styling and talking, it would be easy. But I did. I shot one. I never posted it, honey, because it was just so much pausing. And I'm like, what kind of brush is this? What color is this? Like, I'm just not comfortable talking about makeup and getting ready yet. Like, so I don't know. I'll try it again, but it's, it's, it definitely takes practice. Like, you know, when something is second nature, you can just talk about it. Makeup is not second nature to me. So it was a lot of pausing and just trying to figure out what I was doing and trying to make it look good. The, the look turned out nice, but the whole middle part, it was just so choppy. I was like, I'm not uploading this shit. So I don't know. I have to practice some more, but I would, I would love to do those videos. I love watching them, but those are for people who just understand what they're doing and they can just explain the stuff right off the top of their head. I'm just not one of those people. Like, I'm such a tomboy when it comes to makeup. <laughs> um, but thank you for the super chat, sis. Um, Brianna Woodward says, I've been watching you since I was 13. I'm 20 now. You really helped me through my teen years. I love you, T. I love you, too, and I'm really glad to hear that. And thank you so much for coming through, sis. Thank you. Um, Italian Curl says, I should get out the house for a meeting, but I'm entangled. To your channel. Ciao, Bella. <laughs> Thank you so much. You know, speaking of the whole entanglement situation, we're going to talk about the Will Smith thing um, in a bit. But we had a really interesting discussion about the whole word entanglement. So I'm going to say that for the Will Smith part. So let's go ahead and talk about Jeffree Star. So if you guys do not know, um, Jeffree Star has had a long relationship with Morphe. Morphe was one of the only makeup um, companies that would collaborate with Jeffree Star. They um, were allowing Jeffree Star's makeup in their stores once they finally got stores. Um, I did hear in the last stream that his makeup was also at Ulta, but that was because Morphe is now at Ulta. Most places like Sephora and other um, makeup places where you can go buy makeup, they would not allow Jeffree Star's products in there because he was so problematic. So for the most part, you could only buy Jeffree Star cosmetics on his website, online. 
But his dream has always been to get into stores like Sephora, like Huda Beauty, and and I don't know if Tati's in there, but like the bakery lady, um, she has like those baked goods. Bakari Bakery, I think that's what it's called. Um, her products are in, you know, those stores and stuff. So the video I had played you guys a few weeks ago, you saw Jeffree Star confirming that he's part owner. So I guess he thought it was all good. So a lot of people were calling out Morphe like, okay, they had already dropped Shane Dawson. They took the conspiracy palette out. They got rid of Shane Dawson. And people were like, you know what? How do you get rid of Shane Dawson? But you guys are still in cahoots with Jeffree Star. You know, why are you guys still selling, uh, you know, selling Jeffree Star's cosmetic stuff? And they made a lot of excuses. Oh, that was the past. You know, he's not racist. Oh, that was a long time ago. You know, and they did. But then what happened, they finally had to bow to pressure. I believe Jackie, Ina, and a few other people, they basically gave up their Morphe codes. They took a stance and they said that, you know what, I don't want to code with Morphe anymore. If they're going to continue to align themselves with problematic people who have racist backgrounds, why should I be shouting out their codes and getting my black customers to go buy their products? So once their pockets were hit, all of a sudden, I can see clearly now the rain is gone. You know what I'm saying? Well, once that money gets hit, motherfuckers see real damn clear, okay? It was literally three days later. Hey, we're going to distance ourselves from Jeffree Star. So I, I, I thought that was very, very interesting. So let me show y'all this really quick here. Because you know what? Once them pockets get hit, it's a, it's, it's a whole new world, honey. Like Aladdin. A whole new world. Now they see how problematic he is. So let me show y'all this real quick, um, what Morphe had to say. Let me show y'all my screen. Give me just a second to get this set up here. Okay. So this is what Morphe says. Morphe says, today... <sighs> today... We've made the decision to cease all commercial activity related to Jeffree Star and affiliated products. We accept this to conclude within the coming weeks. We look to the future and we will continue to share updates on what lies ahead for the Morphe brand. <laughs> That's a yeah, yes, thank you. Put, put up the other damn violins, honey. You know they wrote that with great sadness, honey. So this was Jeffree Star's response, okay? Jeffree Star Cosmetics. They, honey, they now we ain't heard from Jeffree in, in, a, in a good damn while, okay? Jeffree been out there in Malibu with random fans in front of his pink car. You know what I'm saying? Trying to act so unbothered. He did not have his friend Shane Dawson's back at all. Did not come to even, you know, slightly defend him or say, hey, leave him alone. He's a good guy. <laughs> like, we haven't heard shit from Jeffrey. Just random pictures of him going to go see his 300-year-old grandmother and, you know, hanging out with fans. But, honey, once Morphe came with that letter, all of a sudden, hoo, 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 I got a statement. Hey, Star family. <laughs> Let me go ahead and read this to y'all here. So Jeffree Star's uh, Cosmetics says this. Hey, Star family. We are shocked and extremely saddened by the decision 
of our former retail partner, Morphe Brushes on Parting Ways with our brand and Jeffrey. Over the past five years, we've accomplished amazing things together and released iconic products. We are proud of everything we've accomplished with them. What's next? We have an incredible remainder of 2020 planned and are excited to share our new products with you and our partners around the world. We know our customers will continue to create, inspire, and push the boundaries of our art. Love you all so much, Jeffree Star Cosmetics. <laughs> I know y'all be loving my reader voice, honey. They came out with the tiny violins and, you know, at the end of the day, this is everybody trying to save face because Jeffrey is still part owner of Morphe. So unless they cut him out of that partnership, which they might have, but you know what, what people usually do when, you, when you're talking about big money, they'll turn around and put it in somebody else's name. They'll just funnel it to somebody else. So they may not have Jeffrey as, you know, co-partner of the brand. It might be his grandmother, his brother, somebody like that. Or, you know, like a long lost relative. You know, so they do little things like that. So I'm not going to say that I'm really impressed. At the end of the day, Morphe, now that they so-called made it, now that they're being seen as more mainstream, now they're trying to cut ties from problematic people. But all these years, they had no problem working with him until, you know what I'm saying, right now we're dealing with a, with a big racial divide in this country, and they don't want to ruffle any feathers. And when once black influencers started talking and calling them out, it's like, oh, damn, what do we do? And for them, it was worth it to throw Jeffrey under the bus and keep, you know, their brand going strong. Now, I've also heard rumors that Jeffrey had put his house up on the market. So those are other rumors that's alleged that are also circulating on social media. And it would make sense because the home is $14 million. And if he's not getting the same income that he's been comfortable getting, he's not going to be able to maintain that lifestyle. Because a lot of people have washed their hands of Jeffrey and Shane Dawson. And see, this is why I always say you watch how you treat people. All these folks came together <laughs> to conspire against a 19-year-old young man who was surpassing them. And they allowed their egos and their narcissism to get, the, you know, to, to get a, a hold of them, to get the best of them, including Tati Westbrook. Now we see where Tati's at. Her brand is in shambles. Nobody's checking for her vitamins. Jeffrey brand, uh, Jeffrey Star's brand, excuse me, is in shambles. Morphe done left them. Shane Dawson is somewhere hiding underneath the rock, honey, with Ryland. You know what I'm saying? He's basically been deplatformed on YouTube. All his channels are demonetized. Um, the documentary that he fought so hard to make with Jeffrey Star, that documentary has been pulled from so Sony pulled it off of YouTube. So you can't even watch the documentary. And remember, he dropped that documentary the same year that um, James Charles was supposed to be working on a documentary with Netflix. Shane Dawson was working on his own documentary with Jeffree Star. And now that documentary has been pulled off of YouTube. So karma has no expiration date. And you have to watch how you treat people. 
the same people who were praying for that young boy's downfall. And like I said, I'm no James Charles fans like that because he's he's problematic himself. But the same ones that were plotting against him, that same plot came right back on them. So watch, you know what I'm saying, the graves that you dig for other people. Because in turn, you might be digging your own damn grave. And this is proof of that. All three of these people, a year later, look at look where they're at and look what they're going through. Compared to a year ago when they were sitting high on the hog. Let me read some of these super chats here. We got a lot of people coming in here. Um, oh, uh, Suzanne, she sent money in knock. I don't even know what knock is. She sent $300. Um, and, and okay, I don't know what country that is. There's no message, but thank you so much, sis. I appreciate it. If y'all can tell me what country that's from, I appreciate it, sis. Um, let's see here. Tan Land Pal says, hey, T, I love you. Thank you for keeping me entertained. You are more than welcome, and thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate it. Um, let's see here. So nobody knows where that, where knock is from? And okay, I don't know where that's from. Norway. Okay, Norway. Okay, thank you so much. We have a lot of people on here from Norway. Somebody said North Korea. I think it's Norway. That sounds, okay, Norwegian. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, let's see here. Um, KRSTN says, supporting black creators, period. Much love to you and your family. We as a people will make it in higher times. Believe in love, everybody. Thank you so much for the super chat, and I definitely agree. Love will take you a long way. Love is all we need. All we need. I remember that song. That was my jam back in the day. Um, let's see here. JT. Oh, 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 oh. I don't even want to. I don't want to butcher it, honey. Last name starts with an O. I ain't even going to try. She says, hey, T, love your videos. You're like the best person to watch and talk to when it comes to celebrity gossip and relatable life issues. And yesterday was my 21st birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Oh, my gosh. I remember them days, honey. Cherish it. Well, I was going to say cherish it. Go to the club. You know what I'm saying? Have a little drink. But, damn, everything shut down. Well, either way, I hope you had a good birthday. You know what I'm saying? It's cancer season. You know, I love me some cancers. So, yeah, definitely enjoy your day. And thank you for coming today and, you know, sending me a super chat and coming to chill with me. I appreciate it. Um, let's see here. Natalia Christie says, I've watched and followed you for years. I love your vibe. I love how you all speak the truth. You definitely feel more like a friend than just somebody on YouTube. Love you, T. Love you too, Natalia. And thank you so much. Thank you for that message. It means a lot to me. Thank you. Um, Random V88 says, hey, T, can't wait to watch this later. I'm doing errands and getting my laundry ready for this whole week of doing 12-hour shifts at my job. Love you. Love you too, sis. And thank you for stopping through. I really, really appreciate it. Um, speaking of jobs, oh, we had a real good discussion the other night on Instagram. Let's talk about this real quick before we talk about Will Smith. Um, how long have I been on here? I've been on here for 34 minutes, so we still got some time. We were talking about some really interesting stuff. There was like a huge Facebook discussion that was going on, and we talked about this. Let me read this to you guys here, because this was like, I said I was going to bring it up, too, on Instagram, on my live stream. Let me show y'all this. Give me just a second. So this was viral on Facebook. And so 
This dude basically says, essential workers got absolutely fucked. Change my mind. Okay? So this was the discussion that was going on. Let me pull this over so y'all can see it. So they said, so this is what they said. Pull this down. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. There we go. So they say, let's do the math. A lot of you got $600 for the CARE Act for 16 weeks. Also, the stimulus check for $1,200 and unemployment of $400 a week to sit at home and do absolutely nothing. For some of you, that was more money than you've ever made in your life. 400 times 16 weeks is $6,400. $1,200 stimulus, 600 times 16 weeks, 9600 Total, 17200 cash hits your account. Then they go on to say this. You didn't use any of that money to buy any insurance, build a business, invest in stocks, invest in yourself, fix your credit, purchase some real estate, or try to flip any of that money so you can make more and get out of your current situation. The government gave you the bag, but you spent it on hair, handbags, sneakers, name brand clothes, vacations, custom masks, weed, popping bottles, fireworks, and flossing on social media. If you do not start changing your mindset and your lifestyle, you're going to end up broke. P-O-O-R, passing over opportunities repeatedly. Honey. When I tell you that caused a really big debate on my Instagram. And I post a lot of things that make people uncomfortable. I post things that create dialogue and that make people think outside the box. And I also, I mean, we had over 10,000 likes on that post. I mean, we had thousands of comments. And what I liked from that is it was just so much discussion, so much dialogue. So let me start by saying this. One thing about me, I, I don't watch people's pockets, okay? I don't care what people do with their money. At the end of the day, it, it doesn't necessarily affect my life unless you're just doing what you want to do with your money and then you keep coming to ask me to borrow money, then it's an issue. But for the most part, what people do with their money is their business. So let me, let me make this clear. While I do agree that a lot of essential workers did get the short end of the stick, and I spoke about this months ago, you know why I said, don't call me an essential worker, but then you don't want to give me hazard pay. You don't want to pay me like I'm essential. Essential workers were fighting for raises. Like we're having to work overtime. You know, my son was an essential worker. He still is. You know, there were times I didn't see him because he'd work from like literally from morning till evening, you know, and he wouldn't get home till like 10, 11 o'clock at night. But you're not giving them pay raises. You're not giving them bonuses. You're not giving them hazard pay. You have McDonald's workers out here. You're saying that they're essential, but you're not giving them, you know, they're at risk of contacting stuff from the, uh, from the public. And so I said from day one, <clears throat> not only should they be paid what they're worth, but they should also get hazard pay. And I agree with that. And I feel like if this whole second wave is coming they need to get hazard pay. They should be paid just as much as people who are allowed to go home because their companies had to, you know, shut down. But also with that being said, let me explain this to some of you guys because I know there's a lot of young people who may not realize it. Unemployment isn't welfare. 
And I think a lot of that is being spun and it's unfair to people who are home on unemployment. Many people who are forced to be home on unemployment were forced to because their job had to shut down. Their jobs were deemed non-essential. So it's not necessarily a situation where people are just lazy and didn't want to work. They couldn't work. So they filed for unemployment. They were the few of the lucky ones because I still have subscribers right now that filed back in March and they still have not received any unemployment. So the fact that people were able to get it, if you applied in time, that's a blessing. And let's not forget when you work, okay, they take money out your check. There's money that comes out of your check that goes towards federal and state. That money is also money that's used for your unemployment. So this is not welfare. It's not a handout. You know, and I think that that's what was missing from that person's post. It was very, I understood where they were coming from. I understand about investing and being smart with your money. But there's a way to say things without being condescending. And I think a lot of people, they don't understand that, that, you know, unemployment benefits, those are, that's your money. That, that's money that you worked from the time you were 16, 17, 18 years old, that they've taken out of your taxes. So you have the right to go file for that money and sit on your ass. You worked for that money. So I think that's what a lot of people don't understand. They feel like unemployment is, is, is welfare. And I'm not knocking people who are even having to get welfare in times of need. You know what I'm saying? You do what you have to do to take care of your family. But I know for a fact, most people receiving unemployment, they weren't out here buying hair weaves and, and getting blunts and buying new sneakers. Now, there were some people, and those are immature people. Those are people who just don't understand, you know, to save for a rainy day or who don't really have responsibilities. If you're living with your mom or your parents, then, yeah, if you're getting unemployment, you might be able to just floss on social media, even though you can't go nowhere. You're showing off your new shoes and your new outfit. But for the average person on unemployment, when they got that money, trust and believe they're paying their rent. They're getting food. They're paying their electricity. They're paying real bills. So while there might have been a small fraction of people on Facebook showing off, the majority of people were paying real bills, especially if they have children, if they have families. So I think it's very important that, you know, if we're going to have discussions about that, we have to be very honest. Also, let's also keep it real. Um, a lot of people got a stimulus, but there was also people who didn't get one. I mean, I, I didn't expect to get one and I don't need one, but I know family members who don't make money like I make and who don't have really good jobs and they didn't get a stimulus and they don't know why. And they're still trying to figure out, well, Hey, where's my stimulus? I only made 20 grand the whole year. So not everybody got a stimulus check. So let, let's keep it real with that. You know, while some people did, some people did not. Also, so we can't just say that everybody got $17,000 in cash in their account because we don't know everybody's financial situations. We don't know how much people pay for their rent or their mortgage. We don't know how many children they may or may not have. So that's kind of a blanketed statement. But that's why I always said that I hope from all of this with everything that happened during the whole, you know, quarantine, that it teaches people to save for a rainy day. And it teaches people that nobody's job is guaranteed at all. It doesn't matter if you have a physical job in the so-called real world. If you're somebody online, if you're, you know, reality TV star, nothing is guaranteed. So what we should take from this is to save our money, put a portion of it away for a rainy day and to also maintain our bills. But I think, you know, talking down to people and just assuming that people just went out and bought handbags and weed 
that was a bit much. But we, yeah, it was it was a lot of really really good discussion. So that super chat just reminded me to talk about this um, here, and I think um, for the most part too that a lot of people unemployment is running out because you can only be on you can only be on unemployment I believe for upwards of six weeks. They might have extended it. I'm not sure. Let me know if I'm wrong. Because I think for the most part, most people's unemployment is coming to an end. People who got it like in March, it's starting to come to an end now. So, and right now, we don't even know if folks are going to be able to go back to work. Because it's like everything is shutting down again. We're getting ready to reopen. Now everything's shutting back down. So it's just like a waiting game. So I think in times like this, we need to be patient. And we need to teach each other and be there to support each other. As opposed to just tearing each other down and assuming what somebody did with money, whatever they did with their money is not my business, nor is it this person's business, you know, but one thing I will say that I agree with in that post is that essential workers did get the short end of the stick because a lot of people did make more money sitting at home than they did going into work every day. And I feel like essential workers need to get some type of hazard pay. Um, We have Jeff Bezos, who's literally become, I mean, just a super billionaire because of this whole, you know, shutdown. Everybody's ordering from Amazon. You know, Amazon is not shut down at all. They've been the main ones who've benefited from this. And then um, I had a few Amazon workers in my comment section on Instagram say that they didn't, you know, their hazard pay was cut. And I remember when Amazon announced, oh, we're giving them hazard pay. We look out for our peoples. Well, I thought it was going to be permanent, but it was only for a few short weeks. Which is sad because this man is worth billions of dollars. He literally makes billions in his sleep. So I think he can afford to pay people hazard pay for the next year and still be okay. Just my opinion. Um, Let's see here. Let's see. King Curtis Ray says, I love you so much, T. Oh, thank you. (laughs) He says, Queen of YouTube, my Leo sister, I got an entire dope beauty collection package. Some tea, podcast sweatshirts. I can't wait till it comes. Keep shining, queen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for the support. Thank you for the super chat. That means a lot to me, and I'm so glad that you're supporting my products and and everything else. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, Let's see here. Domo B says, didn't get the notification, but I made it. And that's the best part. When you just roaming around YouTube board, you like, damn, lovely tea's live. Let me get up in that bitch. Because you know it's about to be popping, okay? You know the conversation's about to be lit. So them is like the best when you don't get a notification. You just happen to, you know what I'm saying, upon my stream. So welcome. <laughs> oh, let's see here. Twisted Integrity says, I'm delivering for Amazon. And they have the nerve to take where our hazard pay. See, I was just saying that before this chat came through. Um, when PA opened back up, I can't even afford a one-bedroom without being checked to check. Government needs to look at pay in general. Amen. And and thank you so much for that. And thank you for the super chat. And I think that's the discussion that needs to be had is, you know, pay increase for, for just people who work in the job market because everything is going up. And I've been warning about this for months. And, you know, people, and I try not to take offense to it, but it, it gets frustrating because it's like I've been saying this for months and people would just, 
dismiss it as, you know, being a crazy conspiracy theorist or you're just reaching, oh, you must be so tired as much as you reach. But the price of everything is going up, including food prices. Okay? Everything is going up. So how can we still keep people at the same pay level, but the food prices are going up, people's rents are going up, you know, Things are going up just because the economy is so bad. And like I said from day one, I feel like this whole virus situation, this whole quarantine situation was much of a economic social experiment as a health social experiment. Because I don't know if America is going to be able to bounce back from this economically anytime soon. China hasn't even bounced back as quiet as it's kept. They're trying to act like everything's back to normal. There's so many shops that people in China, they send me videos that have just shut down and they're not coming back. So this effect with this whole C-19 situation is being felt globally. There's a lot of businesses, even the Mall of America. I haven't been to the Mall of America since it shut down. But I talked to one of my friends the other day and they went to the Mall of America. They said the whole Nickelodeon Studios is shut down. So that's a bunch of jobs. People who used to work down there and, and, you know, people would get their kids wristbands. You could ride the rides. That's all shut down. But she says a majority of the stores in the Mall America are shut down. And while she was there, several were closing down for good. So that's what's really scary. You know, so I agree with you 100% when you say that the conversation should be about basic pay being increased, especially to offset things like the price of groceries and the price of rent and things like that. So I agree with you 100%. So thank you again. Um, uh, Kaladriash. Sorry if I mispronounced it. I apologize. She says, as an essential worker, all I wanted was my job to actually care about me. We were open 24 hours, and my job is across the street from the clubs, which were still open. We had no masks, no glass, or anything. Thank you so much for the super chat, sis. And... You know, and that's the part that's sad is I think a lot of people found out that they were just, you know, indispensable, you know, and a lot of these jobs, they don't really care about their employees like that. They're just expendable commodities, unfortunately. You know, that's why I always feel like at the end of the day, you got to take care of yourself. If, if something happens to you, life goes on because I've worked with coworkers where they have passed away. And not even a week and a half later, there's somebody sitting in their desk. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you have to take care of you. If they're not providing you with the you know, with the protective equipment, with the mask and things like that, then you have to use them yourselves. You have to provide yourself with that stuff because you can't even leave it up to these companies anymore. And another thing with the mask that I do want to say, um, I've done a lot of research a lot more stuff has come out with the mask and it really makes me nervous while I believe that they can, you know, help prevent and, you know, going to a grocery store for, you know, 30 minutes to 40 minutes, you know, with a mask on your face just to protect yourself. I'm all for that. But it's bothering me that they're having workers who work in hot environments like kitchens, bakeries, restaurants, cooking with masks on. You're already in a hot, hot environment and you're breathing in your own CO2s and that eventually can cause you to get lightheaded. It can take a toll on your immune system, on your lungs. 
So I want people to kind of be careful with, you know, the constant wearing of masks for extended periods of time. Even in hospitals, when doctors do surgery, they only keep their masks on for so long. Because I've had, I've had surgeries that have taken upwards of eight hours. When I had to get my shoulder replaced, I had a major surgery two years ago. And it was an eight-hour surgery. And even then, my surgeon and the co-surgeon, they had to rotate. Because you, you can't just sit there working on somebody for eight hours with a mask on. That's a lot. You know, you have to get a breather. You have to get fresh air in. So I want people to keep that in mind, especially if you work in hot environments. Um, I know a lot of the sports teams are being affected. I would recommend parents to not make your kids wear masks while playing things like basketball, baseball, if they're doing anything like that, because they're running, they're exhorting themselves. They don't need to breathe in those CO2s. And I think a lot of that is not being discussed and it's scary. So I just want people to be mindful while the mask will help. They shouldn't be used for extended periods of time. And I found that out the hard way. Remember a few months ago when I talked about how I had my N95 mask on and I had it. I was driving. I drove to Walmart with it on because that was back when it was like, oh, if you even step outside and breathe the air, you're going to get the, you know, the Rona. So I'm like, you know, tiptoeing in the garage and shit like, oh, my God, I have my mask, my gloves. And I drove with my mask on. Shot with my mask on. By the time I came back, I had the mask on probably like a total of an hour and a half, not realizing. And as I'm getting closer to my house, I'm literally getting dizzy. And I went up on the curve. And my son, my youngest, was like, are you okay? What's going on? And I'm trying to, like, pull into the garage. And I just had to, like, literally sit in the garage for a minute. I was so lightheaded. And so I finally took the mask off when I went back to my room. I just was knocked out sleep on the bed. I talked about this like three months ago. I was just knocked out. And I thought it was something in the environment. But what I found out, it was from the mask. So now I don't wear the N95 mask at all. I just wear just the regular light one. You know what I'm saying? I just make sure to just take vitamins and just take things that just really help, you know, my immune system. And all you really can do is pray. You know what I'm saying? We know the virus is out here. That's not a hoax. There, there's a real virus out here, and there's real people getting sick and dying. But I think, too, that there's so much misinformation, and we have to be honest about, you know, these conversations. And if you're feeling lightheaded, if you're not feeling good, if you're, if you're a cook or a chef or a baker, you work in a hot environment, don't feel bad about going outside for fresh air and taking that mask off. When, as human beings, we're not meant to walk around with masks. To me, it just looks like a muzzle. It looks like it's, it's, it's like trying to silence us as people. We're not allowed to, to state our opinions or disagree or, you know, say certain things. I look at it as almost like a muzzle now. So I rarely wear it unless I'm going to like Walmart or I'm going grocery shopping. And a lot of stores now, they're making you wear it. I went to Home Depot the other day and I walked in and I mean, I, I always keep my mask in my purse. And she was like, you need to put your mask on. And I was like, okay, give me a sec, because I'm not going to put it on in my car. I was waiting till I get outside the car. And, you know, I put it on. I went shopping in Home Depot. But now a lot of stores are saying that you cannot come into the stores without a mask. In Minneapolis, they made it an ordinance. No stores in Minneapolis will allow you in without a mask. So but just be mindful of that. If you're in a store with a mask on, when you come out, take it off right away and get that fresh air. Get that into your lungs.
we're living in really dangerous times right now. That's why I was so against people chanting the whole, you know, I can't breathe. That's a negative affirmation. You need to be chanting positive affirmations. We're dealing with too much stuff. And keeping those masks on for long periods of, of long periods of time can affect your lungs because you're re-breathing in CO2s. And that's not good for long extended periods of time. So if you are a worker, if you're a manager, you know, just people who run across this stream, please allow your employees times where they can take off the mask and just breathe fresh air. Nobody should be passing out because they're trying to work and feed their families and get a check. So I just wanted to say that while, while we're on this topic. And sorry if I got so off topic, you guys. I apologize. But, you know, when I feel something, I just need to talk about it. And shout out to all 9,000 people watching today. Thank you guys for joining me. I appreciate it. But um, I hope that just kind of helped put that into perspective. You know, just be really mindful with the continuous, long, extended wearing of masks. Be very, very mindful of that. Um, let me see here. Oh, somebody. Okay, hold on. We got some big super chats. Um, Jocelyn Brown, 10 cents, $49.99. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate it. She says, Congress continues to extend the PPP forgivable loans for these businesses, but they haven't given essential workers anything. These companies are using the PPP to pay the workers. They haven't laid off and flipped the money into the stock market. Oh, you're spilling some tea. They're doing a lot of bailouts for these businesses where I feel like the bailout should be for the people. And I don't think it's okay that a lot of big corporations were able to apply. I'm talking about major chains. Why are major chains, you know, like Chili's and I don't know. I'm just throwing out names. I can't even think of any major chains right now. But a lot of them were able to like apply for these loans so much so that the mom and pop shops suffered. They weren't able to get in or they didn't apply quick enough and the money dried up. So, yeah, always follow the, the money trail. The You follow the money trail, that's going to lead you to the rabbit hole. So thank you for that. Um, Amanda Franklin sent $100. Thank you so much, Amanda. I really appreciate it, sis. She says, hey, T, love your work and what you do. Blessings to you. Thank you so much, and happy Sunday. Thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, let me check something here really quick. Hmm. I got a bunch of super chats here. Um, Arian Williams says, hey, T, I DM'd you last year about my pregnancy. And to my surprise, you did response. Did not know the gender at the time. But I wanted to let you know I had a baby boy. I sent you pictures. My name is Aaron. <laughs> and, of course, I butchered it. <laughs> like, Arian. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Congrats. <laughs> Little boys are so fun. Enjoy being a mother. And um, I will look for you um, in my DMs and hope I can see the little baby boys. So I've had a lot of new little baby tea sippers be born. I always just love when you guys send me pictures of the babies. Um, one of my tea sippers, she was a young mom. And she DM'd me a few months ago. She was so worried. Her baby's father was tripping. And she was just going through a lot. She was going through a lot. She was 18. And she, was just, she just needed some advice being a teen mom. And I just, you know, gave her a bunch of advice and told her it's going to eventually work out. And I hadn't heard from her in a while. And so she DM'd me about something else. You know how you scroll up and see, like, you know, what you were talking, like, you know, how this person got in your DM, which I was talking about. And I realized it was the same girl. And she had sent me pictures of her baby, like, maybe, like, three months ago when the baby was born. So we got a nice little follow-up conversation. And she had a little boy as well. 
and he's doing good and her and the baby's father together and she's going to school for um what did she say it's medical it's not radiology what is it it's something in medical she's going to school in the medical field i just can't think of like what exactly so i'm just really proud of her so just hang in there and congrats congrats on the baby um, Elizabeth B. Wise said, uh, she sends $20. She says, they say 33 million people will be homeless by September. This is a sad situation. Now, I haven't heard that, sis. That's a lot of damn, 33 million in America or just globally? Oh, my God. 33 million people. Have y'all heard this? I need you to type some more. Where, where exactly are these 33 million people residing? That's a lot of people to just say they're going to be homeless. And what's going to happen to all these people? That's crazy. Mm. Um, Crystal Carl says, T, I'm on sick leave from work. As of yesterday, I'm a manager at a restaurant. I work 10 plus hours with a mask and my chest is on fire. Oh, my God. And I'm really weak. Praying it's not C-19 getting tested tomorrow. I think it's from the mask. Thank you so much, Crystal Carl, um, for your comment and for your super chat. And I just pray you get better. I believe that is where a lot of this chest issues is stemming from, from the wearing of the mask. That's why I'm saying to managers and people who own shops and for people who work in hot environments, please allow your staff to take those masks off. Like as soon as they get done cooking a burger or whatever, Allow them to rotate and take those masks off. That's probably where a lot of your chest pain is coming from. Um, 10 hours wearing a mask, that's not normal. Human beings are not meant to have things on their faces for 10 hours. And I believe, honestly, that's where a lot of my coughing came from. Because I was wearing masks so much because I was high risk because I already have a compromised immune system. <coughs> excuse me so i believe for me wearing a mask they was like wear a mask wear a mask wear a mask wear a mask and i wore a mask everywhere even walking i remember like when i would go on walks i would wear a mask and i believe that that's what you know was messing with me was from wearing masks all the time because you're not meant to be wearing a mask and breathing in your own you know co2s so definitely get tested you know, make sure it's not C-19. You know, I did the same thing and my test came back negative. Thank God. And, you know, I'm praying that yours does as well. But if you're wearing a mask every day for 10 hours, just trying to, you know, pay your bills, that's where a lot of these symptoms are coming from. And you guys can do research on this. A lot of people are not talking about this on forums and on Facebook. But unfortunately, anybody who's speaking out against continual mask wearing they're being blocked on social media. They're having fact checker things pop up. You're not able to share the information. So it's, it's really serious. So if you're working a job where they're trying to make you wear a mask for long periods of time, explain to them that mask wearing is okay, but not for extended periods without a break. That's not okay. That's not normal. And I believe that's going to get more people sick in the end from the continual wearing of it <clears throat> so thank you so much and i hope you get better sis thank you um let's see here just me says psa can everyone please dispose gloves and masks <laughs> did you just send somebody to send a psa 
This is why I love my tea sippers. I never know what y'all gonna write, honey. Just me has a PSA. Let me go ahead and read this, okay? He says, PSA. Can can everyone please dispose of gloves and masks in the garbage, not on the ground? Social distancing don't matter, and we don't pay attention to infection control. Love you, T. I love you, too, and thank you so much. I agree. I agree. That is like the nastiest thing. So you're scared of getting the Rona, and then you want to just pull your gloves and your mask off and throw it on the ground, and then some poor essential worker has to come and pick that shit up. Like, stop. Thank you for that PSA, because I've noticed that, too, where people are like, oh, I don't want the road in my damn car, so let me just throw these masks, you know, these masks and gloves on the floor. And it's like, somebody has to pick that up. Ain't nobody trying to catch shit that you may have, you know, that you may have contracted. So, no, that was a perfect PSA, so thank you so much. Um, Thandy Zote, um, okay. Oh, South Africa, because I was sure wondering, like, what is Zar money? So she sends $70 in Z-A-R money. She's from South Africa. She says, hey, T, love from South Africa. Your laugh cracks me up every single time. Thank you so much, and thank you for the super chat. Thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Um, Let's see here. I've been on for an hour. God, this stream, honey. This stream just went a whole nother direction. Um, We're going to talk about Will and Jada next. Let's see here. Um, Brenda sent 49. She says, my supervisor, who's a nurse, emailed our higher ups about how us CNAs shouldn't have to wear masks because it can build up CO2s and they didn't care. Mm. Yeah, I'm to the point now and I don't want to get too conspiratorial. This, this whole situation just does not sit well with me. The whole mandatory of that. I think you should have to wear it in certain instances, like if you're going in to deal with patients to protect you and the patients, you know, in case of, you know, passing commutable stuff. But to tell people they have to wear masks 24-7, you know, during a 12-hour shift, to me, is just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And it's going to cause a lot more damage. It really, you're going to see a lot more people falling sick from having to wear masks for upwards of 10 to 12 hours than them even catching the Rona. And that's what scares me. So thank you so much. Um, let's see here. Alexis Mitchell sends 50. She says they don't care, though. Being a chef, I was getting, hold on. I get in yelling matches with my boss. They don't seem to understand. It gets over 100 degrees behind the line. I'm not letting my cooks pass out. Man, man. Thank you so much for the super chat, sis. Yeah, it's just, it, it's It's scary. It's a double-edged sword, and people are going to comply because there's not a lot of jobs right now. People need to work. People need to pay bills. They need to buy groceries. So it's like people are in a... Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Double-edged sword. What do you do? Do you fight your management team and say, no, you don't feel like wearing a mask for 10 hours? Or do you wear a mask for 10 hours straight and risk you, you know, developing some type of lung infection? And that's what's scary. Nobody in a hot environment like that should be wearing a mask for that long. 
I remember just walking around my block when it was getting, you know, a lot hotter outside with my mask on. And I literally felt like I was about to pass out. And it's like, let me hurry and get to my house and get some water. And I only walked for like 20 minutes. I could not imagine being in a kitchen with a mask on for upwards of eight hours, 10 hours. That is insane to me. It's it's scary. Um, Let's see here. Somebody else from South Africa. Oh, I do not know how to say your name. I feel so bad. Um, I think I can say your last name, though. Masaluma. Last name I can say. First name, not so much. But thank you so much. She says, hey, T, South Africa is my country. And it's going through it. Alcohol sales banned. Cigarette sales banned. Mass grave sites for one million people being dug. Wow. Wow. I mean, this is like a whole global just craziness. Um, well, I'm sorry to hear that. So they can ban alcohol and cigarettes. That's just insane. That's where they're putting their priorities. And they're digging mass graves. And they're also digging mass graves in Brazil. Something's not right. And then here they're talking about 33 million people being evicted and being possibly homeless. It's, it's something crazy going on. Um, Keisha in the comments says, absolutely, T. Mandatory mask is a nightmare. Um, let's see here. I'm a chef, too. It's too hot. So we have a lot of chefs in here. Y'all need to build up y'all's weak lungs or run or get into shape. No, not, uh, naturally, Naya. It's not fair to say that. That doesn't make people, you know, it's not fair to say that people have weak lungs. You know, like I do. I mean, I, I can stand by that. My lungs are not the best. Everybody knows that. But... There's a lot of healthy individuals, you know, who are cooks and chefs and they, you know, they work out, they have healthy lungs, but you try sitting in a kitchen that can get as hot as a hundred degrees with a mask on your face for 10 hours. And then you come back in the comment section and let us know about weak lungs. So I think that's very, that's a very dismissive comment. I'm not trying to call you out or be nasty, but don't be so dismissive until you're in those people's shoes. Okay. It's just called empathy. That doesn't mean that people have weak lungs. It just means that that's not a natural environment, you know. So it might be easy, let's say, if you're like, I don't even know what environment it would be even conducive to wear a mask for 10 hours. But let's just say, you know, you're a teacher or something and your classroom is conditioned and there's air conditioning. It might be a little bit easier for you to stand in the classroom for a few hours with a mask on. But when you're in a hot environment like a cook or a bakery, absolutely not. And that has nothing to do with having weak lungs. So just want to make that clear. So you guys, let's go ahead and um, thank you guys so much for the super chat. And I've been on for an hour and eight minutes and I don't know if I need to just jump off, but the stream is going okay. We're not having too many issues. We have over 10,000 people in here. So let's talk about this whole Jada Pinkett. <laughs> Will Smith <laughs> entanglement issue, Okay. We got to talk about this. Now, we're going to get to the meat and potatoes, honey. I've been telling y'all for years that Jada and August Alcina had a thing going on. And a lot of people said that I was being extra and, you know, all this other stuff. And, you know, you're reaching. And what happened? Just two days ago, Jada Pinkett and Will Smith, you know, they went to the Red Table Talk. And they talked about their relationship and Jada had to admit, but she admitted in a roundabout bullshit way that she was in an entanglement with August. 
as opposed to just saying, yeah, I was bouncing up and down in that young peen. <laughs> Maybe I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I, I just don't care. You know what I mean? Like, that, I mean, I, I would have respected that more than we had an entanglement. Like, okay, Jada. So anyways, I found that whole situation just very telling. And I don't like what's being spun from the situation, okay? Now, let me, let me go ahead and say this. Because I, I don't want people to misconstrue anything. August Alcina is a grown man. Okay. He may have his issues. He was definitely in a vulnerable situation. He had health issues. He couldn't really see at the time. My thing is this. Okay. August came to the family as Jaden Smith's friend. Okay. Jaden Smith and August Alcina were friends. Okay. And he came to the family looking for help, looking for, you know, refuge. And that is what the family initially provided him with. Then at some point in time, the lines got blurred. And this is why I hold Jada Pinkett responsible in this part. August is a grown man. It was, this was by no means child molestation. So we're not going to reach and do all that. Okay. He was grown. And I'm sure he, he probably wanted it just as much as she wanted it. But the difference is this. As an adult, one, Jada's married, okay? Two, this is your son's friend, okay? There is too much pain in this world. I'm sorry. There's too much pain. Even if you want some young pain, why would you screw your friend's son? You know what I'm saying? Even if he's of age. My son is 19. He has 19-year-old friends. I think that's the legal age. 18 is legal. I'm not going to go messing with his friends, that's too close to damn home. Now, if I want to go mess with another, you know, random 19-year-old, that's my business if they're legal. But why your son's friend? That just doesn't make any sense. I mean, why somebody that young any damn way? You know, so I felt like that's what turned me off with the situation. Like, this was Jaden's friend when it's all said and done. Jaden brought him home like, Mom, Dad, I want you guys to meet my new friend. Not knowing a year later, mama was in the bedroom like, I'm going to leave Will. I'm going to leave Will. Oh, oh, I'm going to leave Will. <laughs> you know she was pillow talking. You know she was telling August all types of shit. August Alcina was in love. She had that little boy's nose wide open because she was telling August Alcina all types of shit. Okay. They made each other happy. What it is, Jada was trying to get her groove back. I'm not mad at you, but that wasn't the right person to get your groove back with. And this is why. August was too immature and too young, and that was your son's friend. He does not understand. He got so caught up in it emotionally. I believe that at some point in time, August really felt that Jada was going to leave Will Smith for him. And I don't know if that was some shit that Jada, some seeds that she dropped. Because you know sometimes when you're in the moment, honey, people will say shit. I'm a leave Will. I'm a leave Will. Uh, uh, I'm a leave Will. <laughs> she, done, <laughs> she done said some shit to this little boy that done got him gassed up. Where he thought they were going to live happy ever after. But what he didn't realize is at the end of the day... Will and Jada are not going to leave each other. And that's what a lot of y'all need to realize. Because I see a lot of people saying, well, if they're not happy and they're doing all this stuff, why don't they just get a divorce? Jada and Will are a brand. That is the difference. And they are a, they are a, 
a mega brand. I mean, this is like you're talking about worldwide recognition. Will Smith is not like your average fry cook and she's not a, a CNA. They're, they're, they're a global brand is what I'm trying to say. And that global brand is Will Smith is married to Jada and, you know, they represent black excellence and black love and all this other stuff. And I believe now with their revelation on the Red Table Talk, it's ruined that facade. But they're not going to separate because their brand is really entangled, you know, the, the new word, into each other. It doesn't benefit them to leave each other. So they're going to, Jada's going to keep doing her thing. Will's going to keep doing his thing. But my issue is this. Just keep it real and say that y'all have an open marriage. Like all this t talking around in circles, all this mush mouth shit. You know, oh, oh, uh, 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 what would he say? Um, we're bad marriage for life. And, you know, it was just all this extra stuff. Just keep it real. You, we didn't have to use words like entanglement. You guys had an open relationship. And the reason why she could feel so comfortable to start bouncing on August was because Will Smith was out here doing his own thing. And that's another thing that I don't like is that now the narrative is being spun that Will Smith is the victim in all of this. Oh, women are never satisfied. She's married to Will Smith, one of the best actors on earth. Great father, great husband. And she got the nerve to cheat on him for August Alsina. Hold up now, brothers. I see a lot of dudes saying this online. When did Will Smith become so innocent? And that's where she messed up with the red table talk is that she allowed him to come out looking squeaky clean. Because she's not going to do anything to damage Will Smith's brand. Y'all can say what y'all want to say about her. Her brand is, by, by herself, her brand is not that strong. Will Smith is the, is the brand of that family. It's Will Smith's brand that ties Willow, Jaden, and Willa, and even, even the grandma. That His brand is what ties them all together. Okay? She's not going to allow anybody to destroy that. So she basically took a hit for Will. But I don't have no dog in the fight. I don't give a damn about either one of them like that. I like them as people, but I don't, I don't, I don't owe them shit. So we're going to talk about Will's infidelities, allegedly. Okay? Since Jada was too scared to talk about it, I'm going to talk about it. Y'all know I don't give no fucks. So give me a second here. Let me show y'all these receipts. Mm-hmm. So while Will's trying to act innocent and... I don't know if y'all peeped this part of the conversation. I think a lot of people missed this part. I want y'all to watch this really quick. Let me mute this so y'all can hear it. I'm going to get you back first, and then... You're going to get me back. I think you've gotten me back. <laughs> I think you've... <laughs> I think we're good on that, okay? <laughs> okay, that might, that's probably true. That's you know, true. but... Okay, so y'all just heard that while he's like, you know, I'm going to get you back. And then she's like, no, you're good on that. You've got me back. That was them. A lot of people missed that at the very end. That was her basically saying, like, you, you've done enough, my dude. You lucky I'm not putting your shit out there. I'm willing to take this hit because I'm the lesser brand. Will Smith been out here slinging his peen for damn years. Let's stop the foolishness, okay? Now... Who remembers this from 2013 about when it was coming out about Margot Robbie? 
Now, Margot Robbie and Will have been in a lot of movies together, honey. She's the girl from Suicide Squad. She was in Focus. She's been in a lot of movies. Who remembers when this came out? Remember this tabloid article? See, I don't forget shit. Look at this picture here. You see her with her shirt up and her bra and Will Smith is behind her with his nipple. And they're taking, these are all in the photo booth. Will's hand is near her breast. And at that point, they were saying that this, these photos may tear them apart. See, social media has a very short attention span. I don't. So Will Smith has been caught up in a lot of his own scandals. Okay. On top of that, like we talked about last week, if you Google pictures of Will Smith and Eva Mendez, he was messing with her for years. She was, he, he initially met her when she did that video, Welcome to Miami. She was in that video. And they worked on a lot of movies together. They've kissed on the red carpet. I'm sorry. What married man is kissing his co-worker on the red carpet during movie premieres? Kissing, full-on kissing on the lips and you have a whole wife. This is not a movie scene. This is on the red carpet. I've showed you guys pictures of them. Okay? So Will Smith is not that innocent. On top of that, the whole Margot Robbie situation, um... The girl that he's talking to now is Heidi De La Rosa. That's his current girlfriend. And you'll see her when she posts pictures on Instagram. She'll show like pictures like a mountain and cactus and ocean, whatever, right? Then you'll go to Will Smith's page and he's basically posting identical pictures. People have been, been connected Heidi and Will Smith for years. So Will Smith is doing his own thing. Neither one of these two are innocent, okay? So while Jada was wrong... Okay, for, you know, bopping up and down on August and saying, I'm going to leave Will. I'm going to leave Will. <laughs> well, she was wrong for that, especially being that that was her son's friend. Will Smith is not innocent either. Okay. He's had his share of girlfriends. He's done his share of things in the marriage, you know. And is that to say that, you know, and I guess what also bothered me was that whole ending, that whole bad marriage for life. I didn't like that. I don't know. I kind of took offense to that. Maybe y'all might feel like, why do, why do you take offense to this shit? You're divorced. Well, just because I'm divorced doesn't mean I don't want to see other people happy and married. And I don't think that marriage is a bad thing. I think marriage is a blessing. You know what I'm saying? And to find someone that you can be married to for a long time and be faithful with and really take that commitment seriously, that is a blessing. I would never knock love. You know, just because it didn't work for me, I don't want to plant that seed to young girls that it's not going to work for them. So I didn't, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. That was a form of, of spell casting to me. And maybe to some people I'm reaching, I just did, I did not like that ending, how they said that. Let me um, see if I can find the clip. I just, I didn't find it funny. It was just very odd. Let me see if I can find it here. Thank it. Is this the one? Yeah, this is it. Hold on, let me play this for y'all real quick. There we go. Body for a lifetime. 25 years and counting. Mm. We ride together. We, we die, die together. together. Bad, Bad marriage, marriage for, for life. life. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I guess, honey. I didn't find that funny. Like, because, it, come on, th these are people, this is a woman who, like, holds herself to a certain esteem. Like, she's like this relationship guru. She's always dolling out advice. 
and that's the advice that y'all leave the kids with. Bad marriage for life. Y'all are making marriage sound like a horrible thing. When it's really not. It takes work. Marriage is not easy. You know what I'm saying? But why even put that into the atmosphere? Bad marriage for life. I don't. I just thought it was just kind of goofy. You know, and I get the whole play on, on bad boys. But I thought that was really kind of shitty to leave on that note. You know what I'm saying? Especially being that they try to come off like their relationship is so perfect. And, you know, they're, they're such friends first. And she's always dolling out advice. And it's like, that's the advice that y'all leave people with. I mean, if I was a young girl and I heard that, I'd be like, bad marriage for life. Bitch, who want to be married to somebody for 25 years in a bad marriage for life? I might as well be single doing my thing the rest of my life. That's how I would look at it if I was young. It, it would be like, well, why waste your time? You know, and I feel like Will Smith is salty. Because the difference between Will Smith shenanigans and Jada Pinkett Smith is that Will knows how to pick uh, how to pick them. Okay, when he <laughs> when he cheats, he picks women <laughs> who are gonna be quiet. You've never to this day, Margot. She was trending the other day, and she said nothing. Margot has kept that shit on the DL. You can't get nothing out of Heidi. They're being taken care of. They will never blast Will Smith. So the people that he's had his entanglements with, they've been way more professional. They understand their position. They understand they're never going to take Jada's place. Will Smith is never going to divorce Jada Pinkett. Now, you can enjoy this ride of the side chick and enjoy these benefits and these vacations and, you know, um, this good peen. But that's about it. So these women, they understand their positions. Jada Pinkett messed up by the person that she chose. August didn't understand his position. And I think part of that is because he was young. He was only like 22, 23 years old. And for him, when, when a young, when a guy's that young, it's about ego. Imagine being a 22 year old kid, not kid. He's a young man. And you're smashing the legendary Jada Pinkett, who is Will Smith's wife. And there's a potential that Jada Pinkett may leave Will Smith for you. Imagine what that's doing to that young man's egos. He's hitting it. I'm going to leave Will. I'm going to leave Will. <laughs> Imagine what that's doing to his ego. And August really thought that, you know, he put it on her good enough to where she would leave Will. And he found out, no, he, she's not leaving Will. They are entangled together via their brand and their children. And nothing is going to break that up. So August is finding out that basically he was used for that big old eggplant. Okay. And she wanted to feel young again and she wanted to feel lively. And August was the perfect fall guy, unfortunately. And that's the sad part because she played with his emotions. You know, when she was supposed to be more like a mother figure to him, she played with his emotions and she turned into something sexual. They both did, you know, but that's where she messed up. So whoever she decides to bounce on the next time, she better make sure it's the right person. Probably somebody around her age who's a bit more mature. You can't bounce on your son's friend's peen and think that there'll be no repercussions. Imagine August Alsina. This young, you know what I'm saying? This, this random singer from New Orleans has basically broken the facade of Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. And I've been saying that shit for years. I find the whole situation just comical. Um, let's see here. Let's see these super chats. Um, Linda L says, Jada definitely crossed the line. This is why we should not look into any celebrity couples as examples of a perfect marriage. 
I'm also giving Will Smith the side eye. Thank you so much for the super chat. And I agree 100%. There's no such thing as couple goals. I don't care if it's a celebrity. I don't care if it's the people up the block. I don't care. You know how everybody know them old ass couples. We've been together 25 years. Me and Mr. William. And it's like, yeah, Mr. William is calm now. He's in a fucking wheelchair. But if you had seen his ass 15 years ago, he was slinging dick all up and down the block. Got all types of side babies and side families. So I don't look at none of them old ass couples as relationship go. <laughs> you damn, how long you been married? Like, yeah, we've been together 50 years. Okay, and, and what all did he do in them 50 years? Because relationships and marriages have ups and downs. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's relationship is perfect at all. Let's see here. Bree from NYC. What's up, Bree? She says, hey, T, so glad you are doing well. I always wish you the best. Will has gotten off so easy in this situation. Him messing around with Margot Robbie is why he left. Mmm. It's why he left the sequel for Suicide Squad. They're not ready for that, T, sis. How you doing? Thank you. Thank you for the super chat. They're not ready for that, T. Because, you know, you can't say nothing bad about Will Smith, honey. He's like the perfect man. You can't say nothing bad about him. Um, Latasha Bell sends $4.99. She says, that was cringy. Look at Will's face right before that clip. He's not feeling it. There may be a divorce or Will is just done emotionally. <laughs> it was very cringy. But my thing is this. Why is it that when a woman steps out, now all of a sudden it needs to be done. There needs to be a divorce. I see a lot of people saying, oh, Will Smith, you know, he's such a stand-up guy for putting up with his wife cheating on him. And, you know, Will Smith is a really, you know, outstanding person. Or, and some people are saying he's a simp for staying with her. But my thing is, why does he get so many praises? Because she finally stepped out and went and got some peen when he's been doing his thing for years. They've had an open marriage. They don't want to speak on it. They want to call it an entanglement. But let's call it what it is. They've had an open marriage. And that open marriage was not necessarily because of Jada. That open marriage was for Will's benefit. So if he's disgusted, he needs to be, you know, why be disgusted that she's out here doing? It, it's always funny when women pull, uh, uh, you know, when women pull the same thing that men have done to them. When a woman does the same thing, it's an issue. If he's bothered by what she's done, he should be just as bothered when he looks in the mirror at the fact that he hasn't respected his marriage vows and that he's carried on relationships with other people because he's no better than her. This is not a marriage. And that's why I always tell people, you know, let's stop with, you know, with trying to redefine what marriage is. You know, side chicks, open marriages, entanglements. A marriage is a covenant before God. And you can't just, you know, create your own version of a marriage to suit you. That's not a marriage. When other people are in your marriage and you're having threesomes and you're bringing this person in and you're sleeping with that person, that's not a marriage. You know what I'm saying? And that's the conversation that adults need to have. And I feel like there's way too many excuses. What they have is not a marriage. It's basically a contract. And it's better for them to be together as a brand than to be apart. But yeah, Will is not innocent in this. He's not innocent in this at all. Um, let's see here. Adam said 999. She says the NDA is what Jada needs. I feel you, you know. And I, I think Jada probably she underestimated August. 
She underestimated those souls, those soul ties. You know, she thought that one, because even when she was talking about it on the Red Table Talk, she said that I think she had like one last conversation with August and she hadn't talked to August in four years. So she assumed that, okay, we did our thing. It's a wrap. We've moved on. But she didn't expect August to start dropping hints, putting in his music and doing all that stuff. You know, that's what caught her off guard. So I don't know in that case if an NDA would have helped. I mean, she could probably have sued him. But, you know, if he was going to spill the tea, he was going to spill the tea because he was hurt. Because even when he was talking to Angela Yee, when he was saying that he could die right now and it wouldn't matter to him because he knows that he's felt what real love is, that's a powerful statement. You're talking about you're willing to die because you felt real love with another man's wife? What was she saying to him? I said, what kind of subjugate, uh, what is that, um, a subjugus? You know what I'm saying? Like, what kind of Jezebel spirit did she have in her damn cooch? He's ready to die because he feels like he's felt real love. But that wasn't your wife or girlfriend. It was your friend's mom. Like, do y'all understand, like, how deep soul ties get? I couldn't believe that when he said that to Angela Yee. Because I'm like, you're literally talking about a married woman who's not going to leave her husband crazy um let's see here yes that's the word succubus succubus so what kind of succubus push does she have <laughs> she put it on that little boy honey i don't know what type of hoodoo she was putting on august but she turned his ass out okay he's so upset he's cussing out kiki palmer i'm like why are you mad at kiki she ain't done shit she might be messy, but she ain't done shit. You need to take all that anger and frustration out on Jaden and Will. <laughs> Let me see here. Um, let's see. Sean Sons 20, he says, they used that young man. Jaden knew he had issues and used, and used it to prey on him and his mental and physical state. If this was Will and a young girl, he would be called a monster. Mmm. Me too and time's up would be all over it. Mm. You know what, Sean? You're not lying, brother. You're not lying at all. I agree with you 100%. Let's keep it real. If the genders were reversed and it was Will Smith smashing a 21-year-old girl who came to Will as a father figure... You know, who left an abusive situation, who couldn't see out of one eye, just whatever her issue was. And then we find out Will smashing this young girl. He's damn right. They would have twisted it and been like, oh, he's a monster. He's in his 50s. Granted, she's of age, but, you know, he he played with her mind. And I mean, look at these old bitches who went willingly to go fuck R. Kelly and how people made them into victims. Bitch, how are you a victim and you go fuck R. Kelly in 2017 and you know his whole backstory and you 30-something years old with three children? So you damn right. They would have twisted it had that been Will. Yeah, yeah, they would have said it was grooming. Exactly. Thank you, ooh -la -la. They sure would have been like, oh, he groomed her and all this other stuff. You know, so, I mean, the whole situation is messy. But it just makes me never look at them the same. Like, I can never... Well, I never did. I stopped looking at them as couple goals when I was in high school. So, I mean, I just... But now it's just funny. Like, she she can't never come out and try and give, like, real advice. Like, girl, bye. 
You know, now if it's like just real world issues, I'm down to listen to that. But you talking about relationship shit, miss me with the bullshit, Jada. Okay? Let's get off the relationship high horse. I don't want no damn advice from you, Mrs. Bad Marriage for Life. We're good. <laughs> we are good, honey. Um, let me see. <laughs> um, Julius Grace says, word on the street is that Will is entangled. <laughs> you know what? Y'all are messy. Y'all are <laughs> word on the street is that Will is entangled with Dwayne Martin. I'm not fooling with you, okay? I'm gonna leave that up to Tisha Campbell whenever she decides to spill that tea. But yeah, I heard about that entanglement, honey. <laughs> and you know what's so funny? Um, Brooke, one of my uh, tea sippers on Facebook. I'm mean, excuse me on Instagram. She sent me the reason why Tisha Campbell was being messy. Remember, we talked about the li the last live stream when Tisha Campbell was out there being messy as hell. Nobody was talking to her. Here comes Tisha Campbell throwing her two cents in it. Let me show y'all. And I have posted why she was mad. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Give me just a second. Where is it at? She was supposedly in her feelings. I'm telling you, these Jada and August Alcina memes are funny as hell. Let me. I'm trying to see if I can find it. You know, it's like I post so much stuff on here. But basically, Jada and Dwayne Martin were out, like, not really on a date because, you know, they're really close friends with the Smiths, but they were out together. And I think Tisha Campbell feels like, you know, they pick sides. And so that's why she was upset with the situation. I'm trying to see if I can find it. Here it is. Here it is. Let me show y'all this real quick. Y'all gonna laugh. Tisha Campbell is just messy, honey. Let me pull this up real quick. Um, let me read this super chat. Um, Jonita Zine says, remember when Will, uh, when Will said Jada after getting married to Jada, he said that he went to the bathroom and cried? I thought that was kind of weird. <laughs> Love your content. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate it. Yeah, they just got a weird relationship all together. I just feel like they're just in it now just because they're in it. So this was, um, we're talking about Tisha Campbell. One of my tea sippers has sent me this. So this is what the issue was, why Tisha Campbell was being messy. Let me pull this up. So you see here, Jada Pinkett and um, Dwayne Martin, they were out on like a, not really a date, but basically she was supporting Dwayne Martin. So this is why Tisha Campbell, you know, feels some type of way. I'm working with Tony Rivera on more global issues. I don't do subtweets. I don't do messy. It's not your girl. Girl, sorry. Girl, shut, you, shut your ass up. She's so messy. Girl, bye. <laughs> so that's where that beef comes from. And people have always hinted that there might have been, you know, a little something, something going on between Dwayne and Will. I don't know. I have no proof, honey. But that's just, you know, that's some things that the streets be buzzing about, honey. But Tisha was mad for a reason. Um, Travis Timmons. Hey, Travis. 
Um, he sent ten dollars. He says Will is not leaving Jada. It's cheaper to keep her. And Will got too much to lose, honestly. Happy Sunday, T. Thank you so much. Yeah, they're not going to leave each other. And it doesn't make any sense for them to. You know what I'm saying? Like, their brand is so intertwined with each other. I mean, we're, we're they might as well just stay together. And if she's okay with it and they have... Um, you know, a, a common, you know, like they're, they have a common understanding of that their relationship is just what it is, then who are we to say anything, you know? But what I don't want, I, what I need her to stop doing is trying to give advice. That's what I need her to stop doing with her bad marriage for life. Um, Cutie says, love you, T. Just wanted to show some love and support. Thank you so much for the 1999. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for coming through. Thea Lulu. Uh, Lulu. Thea Lulu says, because of this situation, I will no longer be asking for Sierra's prayer. <laughs> I don't blame you. You know, whoever you're meant to be with will eventually come. There's no specific prayer. There's no specific anything, you know. So just be happy for Sierra that she got away from future and she's doing a lot better. You know, that's how we can do. Just be happy for her. Um, Johanna says, if it would have been Will messing with a 22-year-old woman, Sick, addicted to pills. We'd been having a Me Too conversation. He would have been canceled. Yeah. I don't disagree with nothing that you guys are saying. Whenever the genders are reversed, you know, in both these situations, you can reverse the gender. If it was Will doing it to a young 21-year-old woman who had all those issues, it would definitely be a Me Too movement, a Me Too situation. If Jada was Will cheating, you know what I'm saying, with women of age, it'd be given a pass. So, yeah, I mean, if you can, if you reverse it, it can fall into either category. You know, like, even now, Will is cheating and doing his thing, and he has his side chicks, and everybody is just turning a blind eye to that, but people want to, you know, drag Jada for the fact that she cheated on Will this, you know, supposed one time that we know of. I'm sure it's been multiple times, you know, because she looks like she plays the get-back game. Like, every time Will Smith does something wrong, she goes through her little black book. Uh, let's see here. Eight Count Life says, my first super chat ever. Congrats on your success, T. Thank you so much. Thank you for the super chat, and thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Um, let's see here. Malai says, Will and Jada are beginning, are just beginning more celebs. BS will be exposed. Oh, they're just the beginning. I agree. 2020 is the year of exposure. It's been a lot of stuff being exposed. But at the end of the day, you know, in the grand scheme of things, does it really matter? Because for the most part, me and so many of you guys, we already knew that their relationship was just a facade. So, you know, in the grand scheme of things, we have way bigger fish to fry. But it's still, you know, fun to sip on this tea while it's hot. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, Aisha423 says, you always do this. I was in a lazy mood, heard your voice, and now I'm here sipping and simmering on this full Sunday dinner. Been with you for a long time. Thank you for always being you. And everyone have a great week. Thank you so much, Aisha. I appreciate it. Thank you for coming through. This has been a wonderful stream, you guys. I've been on here for almost two hours. We have over 11,000 people here. Thank you to everybody who came through today, who joined us. I really appreciate it. Um, this was awesome. No interruptions, no like BS. Okay, this is the last thing. So before I go, let's get a little bit esoterical. Because, you know, we get, when we get esoterical, honey, they just boot me off. So we're going we gonna to just go with it. Because um, the stream is about to be over anyways. So, 
A lot of y'all were noticing this. Put a teacup in the comment section if you guys found it strange that during the Naya Rivera situation, the word entanglement and entangled came up during her search and rescue. And then Jada Pinkett and Will Smith also talked about an entanglement. Let's talk about it. Put a teacup if y'all found that strange. Let me, let me show y'all this here. We talked about this on Instagram yesterday. So I was getting a lot of DMs from people who thought it was strange. Okay, I'm seeing a ton of teacups. So this person sent me a message and she says, I was cooking breakfast and listening to your podcast about Naya. T, you said the authorities said her body may have been entangled. And so it may be hard to find her body. Who else was just using the word entangled? So I found that really, you know, funny as well. And when I was editing the video, I had no idea about the Jada thing until I got done editing the podcast. And so I went to go post where I found that word from the, you know, the articles from like the L.A. Time. And you can see here where they're saying officials said the water can be up to 130 feet deep and has tall underwater vegetation, which could entangle swimmers. Okay. And then this was another part of the article. Okay. Uh, underwater vegetation could entangle swimmers. And then down here they say, if the body is tangled in something beneath the water, it may never come back up. So that was another thing. And then, you know, and the word entanglement went viral. And here's the part where she talks about it. Yeah, and then I got into an entanglement with August. That's what I said. An entanglement? Yes. <laughs> yes. A relationship. Yes, it was a relationship. Yeah, and then okay, so you guys just saw that. So I know a lot of us just found it strange. Now, let me say this for the people who just like to misconstrue everything that comes out my mouth that I post. Nobody is saying that Will Smith and Jada Pinkett did anything to Naya Rivera or they put a hit out on her. So don't don't go there. When I post things like that, I post it so you guys can see that there's just little clues. There's little connections that just don't make sense. OK, entanglement is not a word that's just really in people's Diction like that doesn't make people slow. Cause I saw some people like, oh, y'all just have a really poor vocabulary. That's not such a big deal of a word. Most people do not use the word entanglement. Let's not act like that's a word that people use every day, like the or here. You know what I'm saying? That's just not a common word. But now the word is viral thanks to Jada Pinkett. But I found that very funny that the same day that her interview came out, regardless of when it was recorded, it could have been recorded three weeks ago. It does not matter. The same day that the interview came out and the word entangled was being used on social media because of Jada Pinkett was the same day they were searching for Naya Rivera's body and they kept saying in the media that her body could be in some type of entanglement underwater and may not ever be found. I found that very interesting. On top of that, Naya Rivera's last post stated just the two of us and i stated in my podcast that that was also a song that was not only sung by eminem the dark version but the light version was a song that was sung by will smith and he had jaden smith in the video just the two of us so another twinning connection okay so 
you know, there's just, it, I just found it strange. Just a strange connection. And then somebody also said, yes, duality. Somebody also said that uh, Naya Rivera was also on The Fresh Prince. I'm not sure what episode, what season. Um, if y'all know, you guys can write it down in here. But somebody also said that she made an appearance on The Fresh Prince. You know, she's done a lot of acting over the years, okay? On top of that, um, a lot of things with the case just don't sit well with me, okay? The river is called, well, not river, the lake. The lake is called Lake Piru. Now, for y'all who don't know, Piru is one of the biggest blood sets in Los Angeles. The Piru Bloods. Lake Piru is a very dangerous lake. Um, they said in certain parts of the lake, you can literally step into the lake and it's maybe two to three feet and you can literally step off and you'll go down 10, 15 feet. There, there's like no rhyme or reasons to the steps. It's very dangerous and there's signs all over the lake that say don't swim. And they claim that she is from that area. She lived 20 minutes from Lake Piru. She goes there all the time. So if you're someone who's familiar with that lake and the dangers and the drowning that's happened in that lake, why would she get into the water? What drew her into the water? Okay. Um, Piru Lake, to me, also means blood. Blood Lake. The Piru Blood Gang. Blood Lake. Was this like some type of sacrificial, you know, waterway? What was calling her to that water? And that's when you go really deep with it and you get very, very esoterical. That's when you start looking at, you know, water spirits and, you know, water deities and things like that. And look, somebody, you from, look, Brenda, you from Atlanta. She said, just like Lake, uh, Lake Lanier, very haunted. That's an Atlanta lake. And that's a very, very popular lake in Atlanta. Um, and I don't want to go too deep in the whole spiritual thing, but the people who get it, just get it. I know a lot of people of African and Caribbean descent understand water spirits and we understand that there are spirits all around us, not just on earth, but there's also air spirits, but water spirits, water deities, mermaids. Things like that are very real to people of African descent in the Caribbeans. It doesn't really get talked about a lot in America. The only people I know who understand water spirits and water deities in America are people from New Orleans, people from Louisiana. Most of the people who have out, who've talked about like water magic and, and spiritual things with the water are people from the South or Louisiana. But it gets very, very deep. Okay, yes, Frozen 2, thank you, Ruth. Even in these Hollywood movies, they're not they're not ready. That's why I hate going deep because people be like, oh, you just sound like a lunatic. But everything that we see in these movies, they're being in there for a reason. Even in Frozen 2, Elsa, what was she fighting? She was fighting a water deity. The horse was a water spirit. Okay, Mohana. That movie, Mo Mohana, if you study that that um, film and that deity was a water spirit. If you watch The Little Mermaid, what did they call Ursula? They called her a sea witch. Sirens, mermaids. Um, in in um, 
in the Yoruba religion and in African spirituality, uh, Yamaya is an Orisha water spirit. So a lot of this, uh, did I say her name wrong? Mohana, I don't know, honey. Oh, Moana, honey. Y'all know who I'm talking about, the little Hawaiian girl with the damn lay and, and the spear and stuff. <laughs> Y'all not be butchering that. Mo, Moana, Moana, thank you. Okay, her, but she's a deity as well. That's a water spirit. So a lot of these things that we see, we just look at it like, oh, it's just a movie. But we don't understand what we're exposing our kids to and the things that they're watching. There's certain things. Damn. I don't even know where to go with this. I need to just log off. But, okay, let me say this. I was talking to my homeboy yesterday. We had like a really deep conversation. And a lot of people know this about me. I've talked about this before on YouTube. I almost dropped in fifth grade. So I have a really big fear of open water. Like I, I have horrible anxiety. Um, the most you'll ever get me in the like ocean is literally to my ankles. Y'all have seen me on the beaches of Miami posing in the water ankle deep. Like I, I will not put my ass in the water. I won't. I just I don't. Okay, it's hard enough for me to get into bath. I'm not bathtubs, but like hot tubs and stuff like that. And even when I take a bath, um, I have to be sober. So that's one thing I, I, I have to be very cognizant of because I have a really big bathtub and I like to fill it all the way up so that way I can soak my shoulders because I have a lot of shoulder pains, right? So I have to be very cognizant when I get into the tub. I cannot take any type of pain meds, any cough medicine, anything that's going to make me sleepy, any type of drink. I have to be clear mind and sober. So usually when I take baths, I, if I do take one, I'll take it, you know, like around two and three, not late at night where I could have a chance of falling asleep in the tub. It's very easy to drown. People don't realize that shit. That's what happened to Whitney Houston because she was so high on drugs and that water is so calming and warm and it can just, it can overtake you if you're not strong enough. And I don't know if my, okay, it's not, okay, good. I didn't know if it was, if the stream was messing up. Yes, ankle deep. Now, some people are really good in the water and can swim, and God bless you. I'm just not one of those people. I have really, really bad fear of water. I don't like being on boats. I won't get on yachts. Like, I just, people would ask me to go, like, you know, on those trips, like those carnival cruise ships. I'm good. Hell no. I just, I don't like them. Even when I was a kid getting in canoes, I'm having an anxiety attack. I just don't do water, right? And me and my homeboy were talking and one thing I realized with a lot of black people, and this is not to be stereotypical, like I understand a lot of black people in the Caribbeans can swim, but for the most part, most black people cannot swim. And that's not to be a stereotype person or to stereotype people, but most black people that I know cannot swim. Like, my, like out of four of us, <coughs> my little sister is the only one who can swim out of me and my brothers and sisters. She got swimming lessons when she was young. I put my boys in swimming lessons because I didn't want them to have a fear of the water. People have wanted to put me in swimming lessons, but I'm like, I'm so scared of the water. I don't want to even learn how to swim. I don't care. I don't, I don't venture into pools like that to know anything, right? So I say that to say this. Me and my homeboy were saying, maybe the reason why so many black people have a, a fear of the water or don't know how to swim is it goes back to the transatlantic slave trade. And maybe I'm going too deep and maybe I don't get it. Yes, it's a regressive memory, Tamika. You're definitely reading me right. I didn't want to go there. 
but I believe in a past life. That's what happened to me. Um, Taka Boom Room, we're here. Thank you for writing that. So anyways, I believe that it goes back to the transatlantic slave trade. Think about it. Look how many people killed themselves. Even somebody write the quote that Killmonger said. Write the quote in there that Killmonger said about he'd rather be buried in the sea with his ancestors. Look how many people on the transatlantic slave trade did not make it here. The people who made it to the Caribbeans and who made it to America were some of the most powerful people, just everything, physically, spiritually, to make it months in the ocean, over ocean for months, being beaten and raped, having to lay in your own feces and urine, only going on deck to dance to stretch your muscles. Imagine all the bodies of those people who were kidnapped from their land who never saw Africa again are in the Atlantic, right? And I'm going deep here. Maybe I'm just a weirdo, but let me try and get my thought out, right? So all these people were jumping into the ocean and sometimes they threw people overboard to scare the other slaves to keep them in line, right? So if there was like a potential slave rebellion or they thought that this black dude was trying to get slaves to revolt, we're going to throw him over. And there were reports that there were so many bodies that followed these ships that sharks would follow the ships because so many bodies went overboard, either from slaves killing themselves or being tossed over that the sharks would literally follow these, these transatlantic slave ships because they knew they would get, you know, food from eating the people. Right? So I feel like when we deal with things like hurricanes, you notice like the hurricanes always start in the warm water of the Atlantic and they always start off the coast of West Africa <clears throat> that's usually where the hurricanes start and they end up just causing uh, uh, havoc in the Caribbeans and in the South, in the Southern part of America. Y'all think all that stuff is by happenstance? The Bermuda Triangle, y'all think all that stuff is by happenstance? And <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I went too deep. But I'm out on that note. I'm out, you guys. Don't, don't, like, call me crazy. I can't wait till I start my little private chat. So, like, all these, like, thoughts in my mind, I can talk to people who just get me and don't judge me. But I don't know, man. That's just stuff that I was talking to my homeboy about yesterday. And we just got, we went really, really deep with it. And I, I just, you know, you got to think of something. There's something very powerful in the water. And I feel like Naya was... On a mission, something was calling her to that water. I mean, think about how powerful water is before I go. Kids who have autism, what's the one thing that you have to keep them away from? My neighbor, her daughter has like, you know, de developmental disabilities and she also has autism. And they had to put a fence. Like when they first moved, they had to put a fence up because a lot of those kids are very attracted to water. How can a child who is developmentally delayed and doesn't really understand, you know, just, you know, just basic things. How come they're so attracted to the water? You know what I'm saying? That's how powerful the water is. It draws you. Our body is, you know what, like 75% water. Our brains, water. It, it's real. It's, it's real. 
And there's people out there who work with water. It's very calming, but it can also be used in like a in a negative way. So there's people who can manipulate the water and use the water in a negative way to manipulate people and to, you know, manipulate their brain functions and how they think. The shit goes deep. But that Naya Rivera situation, it was very esoterical, very spiritual. I don't know if they're going to find her body, but it, it's very, very deep. There's so many connections that I've connected with that that I haven't even spoke on. But that situation is just heartbreaking. Yeah, it's very interesting. 1.5 million people died on a boat. 10 million people arrived in America. Mm. Oh, my God. Let me read some of these super chats. I'm sorry if I sound cuckoo to some of y'all. Um... Anna Israel says, I'm going to leave. Will, you're funny. You need to get into the studio, T. Ha ha. Hit the song right there. Thank you, Anna, for the super chat. I appreciate it. Um, the ultimate Danielle sent uh, $10. Thank you, Danielle. Appreciate you coming through. J. Ray says, it's crazy. You're saying this because I'm taking class in African history and studying all of this and legit read all about the drownings and whatnot. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm glad you're studying it. But yeah, it's it's real. It's real. And I don't care what anybody says. Like, I, I believe wholeheartedly, like, we are all spiritual beings having a, a, a human experience. And you just have to be willing to listen and, and listen to that instinct. Listen to that gut. If you're at the beach and something tells you, you know what I'm saying, to leave and it doesn't feel right to get on that boat, leave. Always listen to that instinct because there, there are things that we are fighting that you cannot see. And a lot of people are not aware of certain things. That's why I don't play when it comes to water. I respect the elements. Um, Bronze Coco says, because today is my giving to great people day. Thank you so much, sis. Thank you for the super chat. I appreciate it. Um, oh, hold on. We got a bunch of super chats. Um... Yo, Cam Pout says, now you're talking, T. Thank you so much. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, TJ says, shout out to my newborn for allowing me to get through your video, T. I love and support your content. Keep speaking facts. Shout out to the baby and congrats. Oh, my gosh. I love newborns. Congratulations. Thank you for coming through. Uh, Miss Luscious. Miss Luscious be looking out. I saw every super chat, every every stream. She sends a $99.99 super chat. Thank you so much, sis. I really appreciate it. Thank you. She says, hey, what's up? You've been on a roll. It's been hard trying to keep it with your stories. I'm loving it. Keep doing what you believe in. Thank you so much, sis. Thank you. Thanks for coming through. Happy Sunday. Um, Let's see here. Lisa Royal 30 says, hey, T. <clears throat> I'm from the Bronx and Puerto Rico. And yes, Yamaya and our African ancestors run the waters. Love you. Stay you. Stay woke, sis. Thank you so much. And yes, they do. You know what I'm saying? But they rather call us crazy. But thank you. Um, Raj C says, hey, T, big love from Ireland. Love and appreciate your videos and the breakdown you do on your topics. Thank you so much. And thank you for coming through all the way from Ireland. I really appreciate it. Um... Let me see here. Oh, my God. We're, I've been on for two hours. I definitely need to get off. Thank you, CCB, for the $10. I appreciate it. Melon, uh, Melanin Queen, what's up, sis? She says the transatlantic slave trade kidnapped 
approximately 13 million Africans. That's not counting the 2 million murdered at sea or died due to illness. Thank you for coming through speaking facts. That is so many people. You cannot tell me the spirit of our ancestors do not control the seas. Thank you, little bit, um, little bit, little bit of freak. <laughs> I like that name. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat. I appreciate it. Um, Malaya says Florida is going through hell and it's close to the Bermuda Triangle. Yes, yes. Thank you for the super chat. Thank you. Um, May says it's crazy how I always see the ocean in my dreams, and also when I go to the beach, it's like it's calling you. Yes. The ocean does, like the, the waves and the whispers. Like water is very calming. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to make water out to be a bad thing. You know, like I, I drink water, tea all day. Like I, I respect water. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like it, it's calming. But the problem with when you're talking about open water, like oceans and lake, it's very easy to get mystified and to get pulled in with the waters and the soft pounding of the waves that people let their guards down. And they get the walking and not realizing that final step. You might have been walking. It was only three feet. And now you get to that final step and it's a 10 foot drop. So that's why you have to be very, very cautious in water. You know, the oceans are so big. There's things in the oceans that have still not been discovered. Um, let's see here. I'm a baby. <laughs> I like that name. It says, hey, T, I've been watching since I was 11. I'm 21 now. I had a dream yesterday that Will Smith had a twin and I thought it meant nothing but until now. That's interesting. That's interesting. Thank you for coming through and thank you for the super chat. Um, Deuteron uh, C Note sent 999. He says Deuteronomy 2815. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. Deuteronomy 2815 through 6-8. Black people are Yah's chosen people. Thank you so much for the super chat. Thank you for coming through. I appreciate it. Um, let's see here. Brian M says, you just opened my mind to new things with hurricanes and black people being scared of water. I want to look into it more. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I'm glad that I was able to open your mind and just kind of, I don't know, just plant some seeds, you know, because like I said, I, 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 I research a lot of stuff and I talk to a lot of people about a lot of different things. So sometimes it's like hard to like talk about it because you don't want people to think that you're crazy. But yeah, like I feel like it's the truth, you know, and I also feel like that's why a lot of these hurricanes are getting worse and worse over the years, you know, and it's going to be very interesting to see what 2020 brings this hurricane season, you know. So thank you so much for the super chat. Um, Let's see here. Um, Red. Cheeks 84 says, my sister saw mermaids in Haiti and they are not aerial. Yeah, and a lot of Caribbean places and even in West Africa, a lot of people talk about seeing mermaids and mermans. Um, in a lot of cultures, even in Indian cultures, like Native Americans, they believe in water spirits and they talk about that as well. You know, so a lot of spiritual um, uh, cultures um, understand the whole mermaid theme. And it's even in the Bible, you know, sirens and nymphalums and um, Leviticans. And um, I, maybe I, I said it wrong. I said, I'm, 
mixing up Leviticus. Uh, Leviticans, I think that's what it's pronounced, but they're like, you know, sea creatures and things like that. Like a lot of that stuff is in the Bible as well. So it's not just like talking about, you know, African spirituality or talking about, you know, occultic stuff. This is stuff in the Christian Bible as well, for those who don't know. Um, Paris Babe says, I remember going to Haiti. My aunt told me to go to the beach. It's like she knew something was going to happen to me. I don't know. My aunt told me not to go to the beach. Um, I don't play when it comes to the beach, lake, etc. I agree. And you always want to take, you know, warnings and, and things from your elders when they tell you stuff. You know what I'm saying? Listen to it. Don't just dismiss it. So I'm glad that she told you that and you're here to this day, you know? So thank you. Um, Princess of the Lake. Okay. <laughs> uh, I like that name. She says, in adventure, in the adventure time, Finn, in adventure time, Finn was scared of the ocean. I don't know what adventure time is. Is that like a cartoon or a movie? I haven't seen that yet. But thank you for the super chat. Um, Jessme says, Real estate by water is ridiculous. We are attracted to it, unfortunately. Ooh, that's a really good point. And it's very expensive, and it's one of the most riskiest places to build and to have a home by. You know, I never understood it. Like, even when I go to Miami, it just never makes sense that you have millions of dollars of property literally right there on the water, literally right there on the coastline. And I've spoken about this prior how the coastline around the world is disappearing and there's going to be a lot of cities affected and within 20 to 50 years cities like miami will be underwater you know cities you know around the world like we're sinking at a crazy rate and the polar ice caps are melting and with the polar ice caps melting the water levels are rising and with the waters getting warmer that's causing more hurricane activity so you know, 20 to 50 years from now, like a lot of the coastline of America may be gone. So get out and go see them places now while you can. That's why whenever I go to Florida, I make sure to stop off in the Everglades. <laughs> Plus, I got to see my gator friends. So I always do that. Um, Carla Mendoza says, says, Ephesians chapter 6, 12, our struggle is not with flesh and blood. Amen. Thank you. She says, thanks, T. You're not crazy. I wish I could give you more. Thank you so much for coming through. I just appreciate that. And it's the truth. And people can say what they want, but I know the stuff that goes on in this world, it's deeper. It's, it's bigger than just what the media tells you. It's deeper than what you just see at face value. But I think a lot of people are scared, you know, because it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to think about deities and spirits and, you know, just things. It's uncomfortable to think about you could be walking down the street and somebody in a white van could just snatch you up. But I feel like it's important to talk about things like that because like I always tell you guys, often truth is stranger than fiction. And as much as I didn't want to do the Wayfair video because it sometimes scares me to talk about that stuff publicly, I felt like the information was so important that it had to be talked about. And I don't see many people with a platform, especially people of color, using their fucking platform responsibly to talk about the trafficking of young men and women, okay? Because it's happening to men as well, young boys and children being trafficked. People don't want to talk about that. And it's mainly people of color that are being kidnapped and trafficked because a lot of times when we go missing, it's not, being, it's not taken seriously. It's just, oh, she's a runaway, she'll be back. 
Meanwhile, the people have gone miles with your, you know, your loved one. And um, they can try and denounce it and say that it's a bunch of conspiracy theories and people on the Internet are crazy. And, you know, I don't care. That rabbit hole goes too deep for that to be a conspiracy. And I understand that two of the girls have come out and they spoke. The one girl, the Samaya girl, her attitude is just really bad. So I, I couldn't even listen to her full stream. Her attitude was just really just poor. She should be happy that people were even concerned with her. And regardless if these girls come and they're like, hey, I'm not missing anymore. I was found. At one point in time, they were missing. Period. At one point in time, they were missing. So why are these missing girls and missing kids? Why are their names being attached to furniture? Why is furniture that I can go and go buy at my local store for two to $300 being sold for $15,000? It does not make sense. The rabbit hole goes deep. Um, Nihilist Prison says, Kepi or evil water spirits that take form of black horses covered in seaweed or kelp. Hence the name, which are Celtic or Scottish, which are of a Celtic or Scottish legend. And they lure people to bodies of water and entangle them and drown them. Mm, thank you so much for that super chat. Thank you for that message. And that's what I was saying earlier. So many different cultures understand water spirits and water deities. From Native American culture, Caribbean culture, African culture, like you said, Celtic, um, Irish culture. You know, a lot of this stuff is just not mythical stuff or Disney stuff. This is a lot of this stuff is real and it has ties even back into the Bible. You know, so thank you so much for that message. I really appreciate it. Um, let me read a few more super chats. I'm going to go because I've been on here for two hours and 11 minutes. I don't want this stream to be too long. Um, let's see here. Crystal Go says, include me in these esoteric private chats, ma'am. <clears throat> Love your content and your spirit. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate it. Um, I definitely will let people know. And it's just for people who are comfortable. I don't want people in there who just don't get it or who are there to just be like, y'all are crazy as fuck. I'm out. Well, why did you come? You know, that's why I just want it private. I really don't even want it to be more than 20 people. You know, I just want a small just group of people who just like to talk and just think critically and think deeper. You know what I'm saying? So I'll definitely keep you posted. Um, Sonia Rattleson says... Glad I caught the live. Much love, sis. Keep doing you. Thank you so much, and thanks for coming through. Um, Nick Org says, T, there's a place in Georgia called Ebo Landing where the Ebo enslaved people of Nigeria committed a mass suicide <clears throat> by drowning as they preferred to die than to be enslaved. That place is haunted till this date. I've never heard of that. That is very interesting. I would definitely look up some information on that. Thank you so much for that. And that's why I love doing these chats. Because <laughs> you never know where the conversation is going to go. And I learned so much from you guys, just like you guys learned from me. So thank you so much for telling me about that. I'm definitely going to research that. That's very interesting. Um, Mr. GC15 says, not only that, there's a lot of predictive programming in films about Florida, New York, and Cali being underwater. Absolutely. Um, you notice that anytime there's like an apocalyptic movie, what cities are always affected first? New York, Cali, and Florida. 
those are always the main cities affected in any apocalyptic any apocalyptic movie. That's why I always tell people, like, as we're getting, you know, I don't know, like, as the years go on, it's probably a little bit safer to move further inland into, like, the Midwest and kind of get away from those cities because whatever ends up hitting those cities, it's going to be big. It's going to be really big. So thank you for the super chat. Um, Cassidy Samantha says, hey, Auntie, research Lake Murray in South Carolina. Some history I've learned is that a man that it was a man-made lake built on a black community. Every year there's a drowning. Those spirits, honey. Ooh, thank you so much for that. I, I've never heard of that either. So I'll definitely look into that early. I mean, early. I'll definitely look into that once I get a chance to. So I appreciate it. Yeah, those, those spirits, I mean... Virtual activity is real, you know, in and out of water. So, yeah. Melrose Johnson says, hey, T, love you. Finally caught alive. Can't wait to watch this back. Blessings. Thank you so much. And thank you. I'm glad you caught the live stream. Thanks for coming through. And thank you for the super chat. Um, you are says, love you, T. I'm in total agreement. How can we how can we be a part of the private chat? I always wonder where you go when these videos states. When the video states that the video is private, I'll keep you posted. Like I said, we're still trying to figure out some stuff. I want to be able to do the live stream on my personal website so I don't have to worry about glitches and, you know, the stuff with YouTube. But um, on that note, thank you, Anna Waddell. Last super chat. Love you, too. Lake Mi oh, there's a don't forget the Lake Michigan Triangle. Yeah, I can't wait to go back and read like the super chats. I cannot wait. And this stream was really good, so I don't even have to re-upload anything. I'm going to definitely go back and read the chats because you guys are posting so much information. Um, you know, just a lot of good dialogue. And this is why I like doing my streams because it just brings a lot of like-minded people together. And we just teach each other all types of things. You know, it doesn't matter what walk of life you're from. I don't care. I don't care if you're black, if you're white, if you're a witch. You know what I'm saying? If you're into African spirituality, if you're a Christian, if you're a Muslim. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? We can all come and have, you know, deep dialogue and, 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 you know, exchange information. And that's what I love about these. So once again, you guys, thank you for joining me on this Sunday. The stream was longer than I expected, but it's cool because I haven't done a live stream in a while. We hit on a lot of really good topics. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I'm going to go hang with my plants. I'm, I'm replanting a lily that I bought the other day. So I'm about to Go replant my lily and, you know, water my plants and, you know, have my little Sunday fun. That's about it. So I'll talk to you guys later. So once again, thank you guys so much for spending today with me and, you know, coming to my chat. And, you know, I know it's very impromptu, but I appreciate it. So I'll talk to you guys later. You guys enjoy the rest of your day. Be safe. Be aware. And please share that Wayfair video to, especially if you have young women in your family, you know, let's get the word out. Not, it's, it, this is bigger than Wayfair. I just want people to be aware of the trafficking and the things that are going on. You know, and, and let's not be so blind to the world around us. If I can leave that, you know, if I can leave you guys with anything, you know, just please make especially young children aware of their surroundings and things like that. So I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good evening. Bye.